You better ask somebody. Welcome to another episode of Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Let's talk about it. So what are we talking about? Uh, well, you had a good idea of what we could talk about. Uh, let's talk about tattoos and piercings and body modifications. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I think that's a good topic to talk about. Yeah. Well, since I started doing tattoos, it's more fun to talk about. Yeah, how's that? how's that been for you, learning the process and working on that canvas um, the skin is a is a quite a bit different canvas than paper or it's different paint like i didn't really practice on like you know they say you can practice on oranges or bananas and stuff like that and i just started doing it on people for that that fake skin stuff <laughs> yeah it's really hard to tattoo on i tried it one time with some fake skin i had with the set i got and uh it, it just don't show up as well oh i know we'll have to buy you a a pork roast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy, get you a Boston butt and you can practice on that. Tattoo a big old bubbly ass <laughs> on a pork roast. Yeah, That'd be funny. No, it's been fun, though. It's interesting. It, um, it's a weird feeling when you are got a needle going into somebody's skin and it's cutting them, you know. It's just uh, it's really weird. And I try to be a perfectionist. I wouldn't want to put something on somebody's skin they're not going to love. And something that they're going to enjoy. So I try really hard to make it look as good as I can make it. But I'm my own biggest critic. And I think that's why I haven't done any in a while. Is just because I I, I personally don't think I'm a professional tattooer. And it's just weird. But everyone I've done tattoos on love the tattoos I've given them. Yeah, so I guess this will be, I don't know. I've, I haven't invited any of my family to listen to any of our podcasts. But... Most most of my family knows that I have tattoos, but this will probably be a shock for some of them. Yeah, and I've got four amazing tattoos. I get well. I guess there's more than one, two, three, four, five technically. Yeah, five. No, and I forgot my arm. The, the so technically it's six because I've got the swallows that yep. that they're a bird that mate for life. So I've got a purple one and a. Was it blue? Uh, purple and red. Purple and red for to represent Amanda and I, because they're a little bird that mates for life. And then the dagger you wanted to, you wanted to to try yeah, some dude, traditional. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> I wanted to try American traditional. You said pick something. I'll let you put it on me. And I picked so, a dagger. I've got I've got those three on my back, and then I've got the matching king and queen of hearts that Amanda and I have. I've got that on my yep on my I guess my wrist area, and then I have the the tribal band that I designed to be the bottom of my, when I, when I get my, well, eventually the chest and the full sleeve. So you did the bottom part of the band and then my, the band on my leg the, with the shark, the that's, hammerhead. I think that's my favorite tattoo I've ever done. So most of mine, <clears throat> sorry about that. So the uh, hammerhead in the middle of your tribal on your calf, that's my favorite tattoo I've ever done. It, really good. That was that was only you were only a handful of tattoos in. That was the biggest one you'd ever tried. Yeah. To that to, to then to date. Well, yeah. The the other the, than the rest of the band, the tiki face on the calf, and oh man, that that hurt bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, like 
I was still new at it. I had no idea how to do tattoos. Like if I would do it, if I did it now, it wouldn't have hurt as bad because I used a seven round liner or a nine round liner to color in the entire face. Yeah. If I would have used a mag needle, like a 11 mag or 15 mag or whatever, I could have colored it in black solid. It would have, I mean, and it wouldn't have hurt as bad because it wouldn't have been like almost like a single needle cutting your leg open and putting ink in, you know, so. Yeah. I'm glad Maybe. that, every, but <clears throat> honestly, every tattoo I've ever done, nobody's scarred, you know, like your tattoos are smooth. So. Yeah. They're not bumpy. They're not like bad scarred or nothing. I mean, I've done a decent job. It's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's a different experience when you're putting ink into somebody. I mean, I've got, you know, 15, 16 tattoos and it's, I've done three of them on myself. Like it's that's crazy. I don't know if I, I don't know if I could do that to myself. It's easier to do it on myself. Is it because I know how much pain I'm causing? I know how much pressure to put. I know. Oh yeah. When to when to stop? When to ease up? When to make it a little lighter so it don't hurt as bad? Like it was really easy to do them on myself. But many people have said that they don't think they could do it to themselves. But it's actually easier to put one on yourself. It's just there's a lot of tattoo artists out there that they they never tattoo themselves just because i mean it's just why would you want to why would you want to paint a picture on your own personal canvas i mean you paint it on a canvas you're going to give away or show the world you know yeah i mean a lot of people won't tattoo themselves i don't care <laughs> like i'm not a i'm not a professional <laughs> tattoo i don't do it for the money i do it for the experience it's fun and most of the tattoos I've done for people have meaning behind them. And a lot of people tell me, they're like, well, I want you to do the tattoo because you're Jake. You're my friend. You're, you know, you, it means something to me that you did it, you know, especially as a veteran and somebody that's seen a lot of the world and you, they respect me. And I, it's just, um, I don't know. It's a weird feeling being respected like that enough to want to do tattoos for people yeah because they're unless you want to pay thousands of dollars for electro therapy electro light laser therapy they're not they're not coming off that yeah they're <laughs> their not coming tattoos off at are permanent they're pretty permanent it's i mean if you it's it's more expensive to get them taken off even people that have them removed still have a scar from it yeah i mean they never totally go away but you know what fascinates me about tattoos is the history of tattoos you know, like what they mean, different cultures, the meaning behind them. Uh, you know, there's some cultures that do full body tattoos for being warriors, or there's some that do it because she's the mother of the tribe or the chief of the tribe or, you know, tattoos go all the way back to, you know, way, uh, 3400 BC or something like that, you know. Yeah, they go way, way back. Yeah, they go way back. And uh, I think the oldest tattoo they've ever found was on a somebody they found frozen in a glacier. I think his name was Otix or something like that. Oh, yeah. I just pulled it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. O-T-Z-I. There's a funny little... Uh, O-T-Z-I, so O-Atzi. There's a funny little double dot accent symbol above So it's o. probably Norwegian or Viking or something, you know? Yeah. It says that was uh, 3,100 B.C. Yeah. So I was looking that up earlier on the same website. And uh, 
<clears throat> I mean, them tattoos were put together so long ago. You know, who, I mean, the stuff we have nowadays, like I have a rotary pen machine that you bought me for doing one of your wife's tattoos because yeah. I tattooed her a few times, yeah. you know. Um, but that rotary pen machine is so quiet and, and so steady and so easy to use. You don't have to use a long, you just use cartridges. And the hardest thing about tattooing is, like, I'm not an artist. I am not, I can't draw to save my life. But I can trace lines like crazy. You give me a picture or an idea, I mean, I might be able to make a couple changes to a picture, but I don't feel like I'd be able to draw you a beautiful woman's face and then tattoo it on you because there's a lot of technique in tattooing. And the people that can tattoo like that are amazing artists. Well, and then portraits are portraits are totally different than any other form of tattoo yeah, for but sure doing a portrait of a person is just it takes a totally different skill level because you can have a tattoo artist who do they can do animals and and like whatever geometric shapes and, and modern stuff but then they try and do a portrait and they can't get the shading right they can't get the 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 sizes of the face the eyeballs that's just that's super difficult there's maybe a handful of tattoo artists in the country in our country, in the United States, that could do any form of tattoo. And they are professional. They made they've made a great living doing it because they they're artists. They know what they're doing. They know how to bring in the light. They know how to shade in certain places to add depth. I mean they they're fantastic artists and that makes a huge difference. Cause you got some people that can only do black and gray that have no idea the color spectrum. And then you got some people that can do just color. They they suck at black and gray because they don't understand how shading and light brings depth to a picture. Yeah. But they could color a real realism rose on your arm, and it would look like there's a freaking rose on your arm, not just a you know tattoo. I mean, the artistry in tattooing is amazing, but the history of tattooing, getting back to that, it's pretty cool. I mean, the equipment they used to use was like a stick and a hammer. <laughs> you know, and most of the ink they used, I think the ink they used back in the day came out of squids. The original inks. That's that's possible. Or think, plant plants and yeah. stuff like that, whatever, what they could find. I'm sure they experimented with a lot of different things. I mean, I didn't scroll through that that Wikipedia very much to see. That, that might tell us something. Oh, there's, dude, the history of tattooing. There, it just it goes on and on and on and on and on so much. <clears throat> yeah, most of the most of the tattoos that I have, except for, I mean, except for the the Amer the American traditional style that you did on my back, are they're all uh, Polynesian based. Yeah, Pacific, you Pacific Island tattoos from my from my uh, my father's side, the heritage that. I have on my father's and a little bit on my, my mother's side. And you designed them. Yep. Pick the symbols, and the symbols all have specific, they all have specific meanings. Right. Strength. And, and the fact that I got to do it, you know, I felt honored, man. Like, you get to you get to do a tattoo that has meaning like that, that goes back to heritage and nationality and stuff like that. I mean, thousands of years. They've been. Thousands of years. They've been doing that for a long time. I mean, like. I think maybe the, 
you know, probably Polynesian. Well, the Egyptians did a lot of tattoos. Yeah, too. they did. They did stuff. I, I saw that on that way article. back in the day. That's pretty crazy. <clears throat> they uh, they used to do a lot of tattoos. They said that they think that um, the first tattoos recorded in the Americas, they found uh, up in Alaska. They found an indigenous person, you know, frozen that was covered in tattoos and they think it might have been like you know back in the first century or something like that but it was an indigenous culture yep and uh you know it's crazy because like we've talked about different tattooing styles you know you got the you got the scoop style the scoop and needle style like you have in japan to do traditional uh yeah tuxedos and japanese tattoos i can't remember what it's called i forgot what it's called then you have the hammer and mallet that they use, like in Polynesian and Hawaii the and tapping. Samoan, the tapping, the tattoo, and uh, yeah, no, them different types of tattoos are just crazy. And like <clears throat> knowing that, <laughs> knowing that somebody could take a uh, an electric tattooing machine and the, or a red, rotary pen machine and draw, like you're not actually drawing on someone's body and create a beautiful picture, is awesome. But somebody that could take a stick with needles on it dip it in ink take a hammer and tap them in and create the same beautiful work of art that's yeah. artistry that's talent man. there's very few people left in the world that can still do tapping really well there's only like one or two that are booked out all the time because people go to them constantly for tapping i'm trying to look that up real quick i forget tabori tabori yeah that's what it's that's the scoop and yeah poke right yeah it looks like a it looks like a it's very similar to the tapping like the the they're all just like the little needles yeah but they're attached to the end of a stick and they just they yeah. scoop them in kind of yep. yeah they they kind of flick it in there and yep. hold it like a pool like it's like looks like someone playing pool yeah they hold on to it like a pool stick and well, what's it called again tabori tabori t-e-b-o-r-i yep that's yep. uh that i mean people that can tattoo like that it's just so much talent man yeah but i mean and you won't really see it in japan just because still tattoos are still very what do they call it taboo yeah for sure because they're i mean anybody who has a tattoo because the the majority of the people that like you're saying the tuxedos that was all that was all made big by the yakuza yeah the gangs so anybody the, like, it's like the japanese mafia yeah yeah and that was not i mean the regular people they did not want to I mean, and them guys didn't give up. Uh, no, they didn't. No. And and like the regular, the other people, they didn't want to offend them. They didn't want to make them mad or anything. So it was just, they just left them alone, <laughs> let them do their thing. And tattoos have come a long way in our society, though. They have. I I would say Japan is still a little bit behind the ball. They're much more sheltered culture, though. Con- I think very like, much more conservative than very conservative. America. Very much so. Um, but like. You know, I was looking at the um, military tattoo. Uh, there's like, a big history there, too. There's a lot tattoos. of history, like in Navy and stuff like that. And then I was reading, like, per branch, what they're allowed to have nowadays. Because they've lifted a lot of uh, uh, regulations about tattooing. Like, the hardest one is still Air Force. Air Force, like, you're allowed to have certain tattoos, certain sizes, and they can't be disrespectful or, you know, derogative or racist or anything like that uh the navy 
you can still get tattoos of any length or size on your arms and legs, but they're allowing them to have up to one-inch tattoos on their necks now. Oh, really? In the Navy. Uh, Army, Army's still the same regulation. You can have tattoos um, on your arms, legs, but you're still not allowed to show them outside your class A uniform. Yeah, they don't want to see They can't be on the neck, hands, or or, uh, face. And uh, I didn't really read into the Marines a whole lot, but, you know, just you're not allowed to cover yourself in tattoos in areas that show outside your uniform yeah. pretty much is what it's saying. And, uh, the, you know, military's always been that kind of conservative place, you know, so it just, you know, they want, and I don't think that, I don't think tattoos convey professionalism. I think that your personality, your character, your, um, the way you present yourself to people, that's professionalism. Tattoos have nothing to do with professionalism, but there's still places in the country where if you wear a suit and tie to work, you have to be clean shaven. You can't have face tattoos. You have to have a clean cut. You can't, you know, you got to wear nice shoes. They got to be polished. Like I mean, they still have regulations on all that stuff because they think that's professionalism. Yeah, there's an idea of what it's. It's a long old tradition that's been established on what that what is. A professional dress what is casual what is semi-casual was business dress so in their in their just old ways of thinking and i think I that mean, was set back in the day back probably the early 1800s when they started building buildings for like businesses and yeah. stuff you know well i mean our and our dress code just recently changed for us at at work so yeah. they were still they were still using the same dress code from from what 60 1965 something, something like that 60s 70s yeah, you're finally allowed to show tattoos and you get facial, facial hair. hair. Before it was just sideburns to the middle of the ear and a mustache. And the mustache had to be cut to the corner of the mouth and above the upper lip. Yeah. Just like uh, military. Yeah, and that was, I mean, that was a fairly common style back in the 60s and 70s. For sure. I mean, that that's what they considered professional. It's just like in baseball. The New York Yankees, the New York Yankees have to, Anybody that plays for the Yankees have to be clean cut, clean shaved. But anybody that plays for the Boston Red Sox can have a beard down to his jersey. <laughs> like, well, I mean, the Yankees—they've got a huge budget on what they pay their their players, right? So if they're going to pay me three million dollars to play for them for the year, I'll keep my facial hair however they they want. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but that's just the standard they've set to where yeah. you're not allowed to have facial hair if you play for them. Yeah. Because, I mean, I knew a kid who was on the Yankees, and I looked at, I was looking at, because he just, a couple of years ago, was released from his contract cause for injuries and just different things. He was having trouble getting healthy. What was his name? Jacoby Ellsbury. Oh. Shout out. Yeah, I know who that is. To Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, you grew up with him, right? Outfielder. Oh, for a little bit. Yeah, we knew each other for a couple of years when we were super young. I wonder if he'd still know you. I mean, I still remember who he is, and our parent, our moms are still friends. His mom, his mom, Margie, with Marge. It's Marge. We always, everybody always called her Margie. So, I mean, I still remember who he is. I remember torturing his brother and yeah. <laughs> running around. He's, he's got a younger brother named Matthew. That'd be cool and if he still knew you, though. That would be kind of cool to yeah. send him a shout out. And be like, you know hey. a professional baseball player. Yeah. I don't know anybody that plays professional sports. I remember when, uh, when I first heard he was he was playing professional baseball. My cousin my cousin text, texted me and said, hey, Jacoby's on TV playing in the World Series. I'm like, oh, what? That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, holy crap. So 
flipped on, checked that out. And that was the that was the year. I think that was his rookie year, and uh, the he was playing with uh, the Red Sox then. Right. That's when they won won the World Series. Nice. And then he got picked up by the Yankees. And uh, looks, I think he finished finished out. That's so, one thing you're seeing a lot more, like in professional sports, is tattoos. Like, uh, you think back to like when Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And yeah, those guys are all no tattoos. Yeah, clean, conservative, clean, clean people, very conservative. And now you got LeBron and yeah, LeBron James has got a bunch of tattoos. Uh, I'm trying to think of people that have uh, Booker. Uh, Guys that um, still, they're just covered top to bottom in tattoos, but you still have your certain guys that are very conservative that just don't do tattoos. Yeah. Steph like, Curry, uh, Chris Paul. I mean, he might have a couple, but he's not covered head to toe in tattoos. NFL, covered head to toe in tattoos. Linemen, defensive, whatever. Tattoos have become a normal part of our society. Yeah, I mean, they back really then, have. back then, if you look at, you mentioned uh, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, but look at Mike back in, in Jordan's days. Look at how everybody looked at Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you know he was he was a freak, crazy hair and tattoos all over and piercings. Yeah, yeah. Everybody looked at him like like you said, like he was a freak. Yeah, but he was an insane athlete. He was just he he was he was uh, he was built for what he did. Yeah, I remember he was a beast. Somebody who, I th- I think they talk about on the Michael Jordan doc, The Last Dance. Um, I've heard heard people talk about it. I haven't watched it yet, but I think they they mentioned that with with Dennis Rodman, he would be out partying and drinking, and then come to practice, and the coach would try and push him because teach him a lesson because he was out partying, and he's still out there out running, out practicing everybody. Oh yeah, out on the court, it was like his body was just just made for it. He was just yeah. a superior athlete. It was nuts. He was good. He was fun to watch. But yeah, like you said, he was uh, kind of looked at as a freak because of. Yeah, just, all the tattoos and stuff. He just was the first because, one to, I think he was the first one to really have all that like that. Yeah, and the hair, dyed his hair, and <clears throat> just because he looked different. Yeah, just a different person. I think if he, I think if it was a little more accepted, he probably would have had a slightly different trajectory on his career. Probably. If uh, it was a little more accepted and a little more. He wouldn't have been known as the bad boy. Yeah. You know. Some uh, of the stuff that he did still, still <laughs> made him known as the bad boy. He did some crazy shit, yeah. <clears throat> but like even college athletes nowadays, you watch college football games, they're covered, their arms, some of them guys. And, I, you know, you think about why people get sleeves on their arms or why people, some people do it for tradition, uh, heritage. Some people do it because of their nationality. Some people do it because they think it makes them look tough. It might be a self-esteem thing. People do it because they just like the artwork, you know. I think a lot of it has to do with your position in life too, you know. People... You know, like most tattoo artists that I've seen are covered in tattoos because that's their lifestyle. It's what they do. And they're, you know, they put art on other people, so they have art put on them, you know. But uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I guess I've never really sat and thought about why people cover themselves at such a young age in tattoos. I don't know if they're just being rebellious or if they like it or if they want to be like somebody that they admired growing up or something, you know. But, I mean, I, I get the heritage stuff, you know, and the nationality stuff like Samoan, uh, Polynesian, uh, Egyptian, stuff like that. But most Egyptian people nowadays aren't covered in tattoos. No. It's weird. It's yeah. like that culture just went away. It it really did. It, it, like, um, I think America is the 
tattoo culture now. It's the standard. Probably because it's it's being more more and more accepted. Right. I mean, I know. I mean, just a, just up until a couple of years ago, a lot of other like we, we talked about our our dress code change, um, uh, tattoo acceptance in in other work was like like server food servers and uh, nurses and doctors. That's all. That's all taking a turn, changing to oh, yeah. be, being more more accepted now. So, well, tattoos are out there more. I think people see tattoos and they're like, oh well, he either. It's got a lot of meaning to him, or he just made some bad decisions in his life. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, before, I mean, the taboo of it was there. They must be criminals. Pretty much, they've got oh, they've got tattoos. They must they they don't they don't care. They don't uh, they don't care about society. They're not they're not contributing members of society. They're outcasts. And yeah, no, you know, I can I can agree with that. And now now, just because of the art the art that has been taking place in the art has that has been changing and things that it, that they're being able to do and put on on this on skin and has has changed and the type of people who are getting tattoos has changed oh yeah professionals business professionals they they've got sleeves underneath i mean they put their their work clothes they put their suit on oh, go yeah. to work and then you see them outside of work and they've got beautiful artwork that's it's pretty all, amazing stuff that's all changing. So the pictures they can do nowadays in tattoos is just amazing. Yeah, I but, mean, like you're you're on your forearm, your tat, your your flag, and the 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 chevrons and the the soldiers' cross is just you've got a really nice piece of art there. Well, thank you. No, I I've always wanted that. That's exactly what I wanted on my arm, and I finally got it finished. Yeah, it looks great. I, I want to go up a little higher, but yeah, I want to do my whole right. My whole right arm sleeved. Yeah, in I'm military. Gonna, I'm gonna eventually finish my do more on my arm. So I've got my on my heart side. So you the, got my number. Yeah, I, I don't gotta, mind doing a few more. I need to practice a little. I more. gotta figure out. How, I don't know exactly what kind of design I want up above where where you uh, started, where you right. ended ended the bottom. So that this is, will be. So it's just a couple inches above my wrist where it ends. That'll be the bottom of my sleeve, and it's gonna go all the way up. All the way up my arm, all the way into my the left side of my chest. Like right. I said, the heart side of my chest. I would like to see you get it done professionally. I mean, if that's uh, something that I can do a little here's and there's, I mean, that's good. That's a huge piece. Yeah. And I want it to look really good, man. I want you to be like, I want you to look at it and be like, that's what it stands for. And I know that you, you would tell me, well, you doing it would mean to have the same meaning. But I want you to have it done properly and right, you know. Yeah, I gotta find somewhere. I know there's a guy in Utah that's that's supposed to be really, really good. Uh, one of my one of my friends who's from Samoa, he got his done there, and he said he's got his number. If I ever wanna, if I wanna do more, that'd be cool, man. So, cause that that's the same. He has the chest down to his elbow, just above his where the short sleeve goes. I want I want the full, full sleeve. Right. So, it's gonna hurt. <clears throat> Especially yeah. on the back, on the inside. Tattoos are inside uh, of my arm, ooh. and on my chest, my chest around the nipple. That's the, <laughs> Shouldn't hurt you too much. That's what's gonna hurt. Speaking of piercing, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, like uh, you know, talking about tattoos, piercing, and body modification, I think they all go hand in hand. I think a lot of people that get pierced are tattooed, and I think a lot of people that are tattooed and pierced 
aren't afraid to do body modification because it's just, like you said, it's taboo. All of it, all of that is. Piercings, body modification, unless maybe the ears. But Yeah, that's been a pretty common. That's a pretty common, common one. That's well, standard. Only, only one. Right. Yeah, when, when you see when uh, women started doing more, I was like, oh. Then it became taboo. Yeah, it yeah. was like, oh, that's that's a uh, that's a that's a little bit uh, racy. That's a little bit. I got fifteen piercings in each year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a little too much there. Yeah, well, I mean, even when they had two and three, or when they started doing the cartilage on the top, and yeah, just just kind of branching out and venturing out and expressing yourself in different ways, people saw that as racy. Um, it was, it was, I'm not sure what word I'm looking for, but I mean, it was it was outside the norm. For so sure, it made the conservative people blush. Right. <laughs> so I mean, because back in the day, they used to go. People used to go to freak shows to see that. Yeah, but then you look at uh, like ancient cultures. You look at the indigenous tribes and shit. They would wear rings around their neck to make their necks longer. Yeah. Or they would put them big uh, wooden circles in their yeah. ears to the, gauge them out. Now, um, yeah, we people do gauges now, and they do yeah. that, that. But in they did it. African because the guy was a warrior. Yeah, African tribes they would do that, or the the insert that they yeah, in, their lips. in the lip. Yep. That was considered beautiful in their in their or the bones through the nose. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, you were a warrior if you had that stuff. You know, you were you. It was an honor to have that done. Yeah, and like, going going back to a lot of the Polynesian cultures, the the different different islands. I mean, you it was kind of a a lot of them were coming of age. Yeah, they had, they have specific. I know in Samoa, I forgot what it's called, but they do a traditional one that's basically from the from the waist to the knees all around that whole band that's a very very traditional i mean if i mean if you want to become a leader in in your tribe in your your area you have you have to have that right i mean you're not i mean basically they say you're not you're not a man you're not a contributing member of society unless you have you get your your tattoo that you're supposed to and it's weird that places like that are the oldest tribes in the world you know like uh Polynesian uh the indigenous people of Africa uh Iraq some you know s- places uh Egypt stuff like that I mean the places like that I mean they've had civilization longer than most places yeah and the fact that they have tattooing like that for up and coming and you know gauging the ears out and the lip and the nose things and having you know, just other body modifications and piercings and stuff like that, that come coming of age and warriors and leaders makes you wonder why it was shunned so much and made so taboo in our culture because we just try to change everything or. Well, I can think of one word to that? Christianity. But that very, that very well could be it. So, I mean that there was a, there's a huge thing. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not, that I don't, I'm not practicing that often. I mean, but I still hold to a lot of my, a lot of my beliefs, pretty much all of, all of my beliefs that was raised in, in what uh, most people know as the Mormon church, the church of Jesus Christ. So, I mean, I still believe in God. I still believe in Jesus Christ that, I mean, I still believe in everything that, that we have. We have a spokesperson here that, that gets, I mean, that gets direct revelation, but I mean, I've, I have, I guess my own views on a lot of that. I have my old, I have my own, I have other cultural views also like with, 
with uh, um, being Japanese and Hawaiian on my mom's side and, and the, the Chamorro people from Guam on my dad's side, we have a diff- they have a different view that's, I guess, not, not, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't follow the same lines as Christianity. Yeah. However, I mean, that's, I mean, that's my choice. Well, I'm not even, I'm not going to judge anybody who does like the, the Christian beliefs teach that your body's a temple and you shouldn't, shouldn't destroy, destroy it. it. I yeah. mean, that's, that's fine. Smoking, drinking, tattoos, body modification, stuff like that. No. Yeah. I've got a couple of, I've got a couple of rules that I don't mind breaking. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see anyone else's less, lesser of a person if they do decide to stick with those with those rules i i mean that's their body it's not my place to judge if i do get to go to heaven and god looks at my tattoos and don't approve i mean i don't see that happening i don't see him looking at my tattoos and being like them are hideous them are horrible them are just disrespectful yeah i think everything i have on me has meaning i think you might look at him and go well that's not what i said that's not what i said to you but your your merits in your life yeah, because I mean we've we've worked together for almost eight years now, and we've been hanging out for quite a few of those years. And I mean, I've gotten to know you and your family. And you, if you don't get in, <laughs> if you don't get through those pearly gates, I we're rioting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. So, because you, I mean, you're a good person. I appreciate you're, that. the the merits of your life, the 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 acts and the deeds that you've done, um, outweigh a couple of if. I mean, if they are bad, now I wouldn't say they're bad decisions, but in the eyes of religion, if they're bad decision, that that's they're just a couple of bad decisions. Right. Everything right. else that you've done in your life outweighs that. I I just I try to be good to people. I try to be nice. Yeah, I think we both have a similar view. Just I think it's a golden rule. Be what good. We were raised up. Yeah, on. be good to people. But I do believe uh, why you said that tattoos were taboo here so much for Christianity. You know. Probably the Catholic Church in general. Religion in overall. <clears throat> yeah. Religion is what made it so much different because it's one thing to believe, you know, and they got Polynesian gods, you know, that they worship. Mm-hmm. And they have, you know, some of them do worship Jesus and some of them worship Polynesian gods and lords and stuff like that. But in them religions, tattoos are a blessing. They're something that heightens your st- your uh, standing in the community in the population it, it brings you closer to your god you know yeah and a lot of people a lot of the symbols a lot of different ones of the symbols they they're designed to i mean you get those those that specific symbol in your in your the band or in whatever piece that is working on that i mean that praises your god yeah i mean it's it pays pays tribute that's kind of that's i guess is the word i'm looking the other word I'm looking for, it pays tribute to your God. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if if God really is against tattoos that much, you're going to have a whole bunch of tattooed people running around the earth after he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think that's one of those things that'll just be like, oh, well, yeah, you shouldn't have done that, but let's move on. My brother Jamie's a pastor. And he's got, you've he's done got a tattoo like, on him. I've done a tattoo on him. I've done two on him. And uh, he's got four or five or six other ones. Like, he's never considered it a, uh, like something that you shouldn't have done, you know, something that's going to keep you out of heaven. Yeah, it's every tattoo he has has meaning. It has something that really, you know, just inspired him to want to do it. Like I did a tattoo 
on his. I did one for all of my siblings. Uh, we made a J six symbol because we're all J's, and uh, there's six of us. So we did a J six symbol, and I tattooed um, my oldest brother um, Jeff or Jamie, Josh, Jeff, John, and Julia. I tattooed all of them, and I let my oldest brother, the pastor, tattoo me. And he'd never done a tattoo before. First time he'd ever touched a tattoo machine to tattoo somebody. That's pretty funny. And he did pretty good. But, you know, it it means something to me that yeah. my oldest brother, the one one of my brothers that I respect the most. I love all my family. Don't get me wrong. I, I respect and love all of my family. But my brother Jamie has just, I don't know, he set himself up for success in life, you know. And, like, he's a very intelligent guy, and he's easy to talk to, and he's got a lot of inspiration in him if you need it. He's willing to motivate you. He's got a lot of uh, constructive criticism to help people, and, and that's why I love talking to him about I guess, certain I things. guess he's in the right line. What's that? He guess he's, he went into the right line of work. Yeah, for sure. No, he's, he's a— Fits his personality well. Very compassionate, uh, very humble, and he just— I respect him so much for the way he's lived his life. And I know mine's been completely different and I've gone off the track a few times and my faith has been broken really bad by just things that I've seen in this that's, world. That's understandable. You know, and uh, <clears throat> it's just been kind of crushed, but there's got to be something more to life than just this. I mean, there has to be something after this. I can't imagine there not being, but I'll never know. I mean, the day my heart stops beating and my breath is gone, I'm just going to be gone. Well, we'll get your brother on to help talk about that. Yeah, no, that's that can for be a whole other podcast. That can be another. We can do that. Maybe our maybe our listeners will want to do that. We got to yeah. figure out, you know, we got to figure out a name to call our listeners. I think, I think I'm going to start calling them buttholes. <laughs> that's so funny I'm, you, I'm good with that what you, we'll have to we'll have to get some input maybe if we'll have anybody, to see how they think about it so we'll uh maybe next episode we'll be hey buttholes yeah <laughs> welcome to another episode yeah no i like uh, that that's funny we could do that that might be that might be fun to do see how i mean i got we've got quite a few people that are listening to us now like people we know i mean it's not a huge crowd or a giant gathering of people but Words, people are listening words getting out there and people are wanting the next episode yeah no i so. mean if then people keep sharing with other people and stuff i mean this is just our opinions we're just trying to get them out there i mean some of the stuff we say is fact it's been researched it's been known in the world yeah we're not trying to put out misinformation yeah no if we say something that you don't believe in or think is wrong i mean just know we, we're not really fact checking everything we say it's our, our opinions on it and if you have a different opinion on it let us know yeah, because that's, I mean, that's, that's what's huge about the melting pot of America. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion, and we can share opinions yeah. civilly, yeah. like like we do here. Like, uh, if anybody listened to the last episode, we we disagreed on country music. We disagreed on Napster. We disagreed <laughs> on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the con- that's, it's there to have the conversation, to have the, the different opinions, and to learn from each other. Because everybody's got a, a different viewpoint. But I think everything we've talked about up to this point on this episode has been pretty agreeable. I mean, I don't think we've disagreed on a lot of stuff. We'll have to find some other stuff that we can really disagree on. Yeah. I think some of our other guests will, will help us with that. How about the oppression of brown people? <laughs> 
it's there. It, it is. It's there. We'll we'll talk about that. We've got we've got a couple. We've but got I don't, a but good I don't think you've ever been oppressed. No, I haven't. I haven't been. Not like other people that I know. Oh yeah, no. So, I, there, it, it happens. It's just it's the way society. So I have been. I feel like I have been singled out for things. But uh, maybe that's we can talk about that. On you just punch them in the mouth. On another. Right? Well, I'm not punching cops in the mouth. I punch them in the mouth. I don't want to get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so we can. That's definitely a good one. We'll we'll bring that to the table. We, that's that's I've a got, hard one to discuss. I've got though. a guest in mind for that. Okay. So we'll outnumber you here in the in the podcast room. I'll just get up and walk out. <laughs> I can't be part of that. No, that's why we talk about it because everybody brings their opinion. And no, we, no, we it'd be learn, a good one to talk we about. We learn from each other, and because then at least my opinion's out there. You know, yeah, and we can agree to disagree. Because I think everyone's opinion, everyone's opinion is valid. Yeah. Whether I mean, if they have a a misconstrued opinion, it's I mean, it's a lot of people. It's our our job is in society to. But who am I? Who are we to tell them that their opinion's misconstrued? Mm-hmm. You know, their opinion is what they think is fact. It's what they think, and if your opinion don't match theirs, it's misconstrued. Yeah. I mean, or they were taught wrong, or they learned wrong, or something like that everybody's opinions are arguable yeah i mean that's, that's just you got to have a decent heartfelt conversation about the stuff it's, it's not about right or wrong it's about your feelings and then my feelings and then we agree to disagree i mean that's just that's the way we have to take a conversation like that yeah it can't be like well i think you know whoever you're going to get in here would be like they're a big bag of shit because they feel this way. No, like that's how you feel. That's fine. And, yeah, you know, and you can't you can't tell someone that that their viewpoint and the way they feel is wrong. I mean, right. That's no. that's where they're coming from. That's how they're feeling about whatever topic we're talking about. I mean, you can if somebody is wrong, you can you can I mean you can tell them these are the facts and this is this is what it is, and maybe they'll maybe they'll be able to change their opinion. But I mean, you can't tell somebody like like religion you can't tell somebody we don't know if i mean i've never seen god so i don't know if he's there i believe he's there i mean but someone's opinion on their religion is their opinion that's their that's their belief system you can't just tell them well you're wrong because of this this and this and then the but that's your belief system that you're basing them wrong off of you know like yeah no i totally i mean that's that's their belief system is you have your own and you're allowed to believe that but that subject we're talking about, talking about, that is a very controversial subject. It is. I think we should get a little deeper into our podcast before we start bringing I up subjects definitely like do that. As well. I definitely do as well. But we, we do need to, they are, they are good ones to discuss and have debate about and get our opinions out there. But I think we need to get a few more listeners. and get Yeah, we're going to have, more we're going to keep having fun episodes. Get a little bit more of a base underneath us before yeah. we start getting into that stuff. Oh yeah, before we get into big global controversial issues yeah we're just here to have fun man yeah yeah i i think what's interesting what's interesting about tattoos is the different styles of tattoos yeah there's a bunch of different styles and and a lot of them are clear clear there's clear differences within the style like the traditional styles like the ones you do the dagger and the, the swallows have a have a completely different look then I mean, there's like, like what is like? I think realism is one of the one of the uh, yeah realism styles. That's like, like I mean, it's made to look like you got you, American traditional, you got neo traditional, um, you got black and gray, you got 
um, I don't know what it's called when like on, on a woman's chest under her breast when she gets them. Down oh like yeah, that, those like medallion. Yeah, that something like that. You got yeah, those shapes where they look like they could they almost look like flowers and yeah, kind of that. What is that called? Can't remember what it's called. Uh, we can look it up. You also have dot tattoos yeah those are cool those are exhausting to do though, those are really cool some of those i think they do those with a single needle yep and they they adjust it so the needle comes out really really far they adjust so when they when they basically when they drag the needle it just makes the dots it just 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 puts them in or else they just dot 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 yeah. dot, dot all the way down it's nuts yeah no that that'd be a cool one to try sometime uh, how do I look that up? I want to find that so that we can. What is that called? But I, I, you know, I know it's not the easiest one to do, but I think American tradition would be the easiest one to concentrate on because, you know, every tattooing style has a different technique to perform it and get it done. Yeah, it does. I think American traditional has the least amount of techniques that. What's that called? Uh, according to this, it's called a mandala. Yep, the the mandala tattoos. Yeah. M-A-N-D-A-L-A. And there's people that are really good at those that can't do realism, you know. Jeez, but they can right do that there, stuff. Right there on. That's a that's a heck of a picture. Right too. there on the hip. Yeah. That's a, that's a very intricate one, too. Some of them get even more intricate than that. Yeah. So, and then... Uh, like we talked about a bunch of the the Polynesian tattoos, the the they use the the negative space, yeah. Also, so I mean that's a different. So it's not necessarily like a a big spears is a big symbol. Yep. <clears throat> and that's the the spear that shows through is the is the skin. That's really how you see it when that when that when that comes through. There's the the black around the in the edges but the spear when you're really looking at the spear you're looking at the skin showing through yep i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's others that are you can do the same effect reversed oh yeah or like a uh, uh, famous one is the shark teeth on jason momoa's forearm his tattoo yep the negative space creates like so there's 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 teeth that are recreate that are being created by the black the tattooed image but then the opposite is the skin showing through creates the other? They're basically the triangles. The triangle is the shape, <clears throat> right? No, just the laws in performing. Like, uh, I guess they're not laws, but the standard for like American traditional is like uh, there, there's a very small color palette for American traditional. Like, uh, you know, you don't use like new age colors. You don't use like aqua green, and you don't use sky blue, and you know, well, I guess you could, but you don't use certain colors. Yeah, you're using a lot of the primary colors. You use mostly primary colors, and the lines are thick, and the coloring is full shaded in. There's no shading. It's full colored in. I mean, there's not a lot of shading when it comes to American traditional. It's I think mostly the, thick, solid colors. The dagger you put on my back was, what is that, red, yellow, and green? Uh, well, something like red, that. yellow, and black. Is it just black, red, yellow, and black? And a little bit of white here and there, but yeah. just a couple spots. So, I mean, you're really using only the primary colors and the secondary primary colors. Yeah. And the, so. and the, like, the, the, uh, the swallows are American traditional, too, and I actually shaded those. 
Yeah. Like they should be shot. They should be solid color, but we decided to shade them. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it it's not supposed to look like it's shaded though. It's supposed to end in a solid color, but you do leave negative there to make the illusion of shading. For they came out amazing too. For the first time ever doing a swallow with that kind yeah. of shading. We'll have to we'll, post some. We'll pictures post that. On we'll post that on the Instagram. Because I got a picture here, and I was showing somebody uh, the other day about how, uh, <clears throat> like the forget, like the progression of my tattoos, and how I've kind of, you know, I feel like I've gotten a lot better since I started with some black stick figures. <laughs> yeah, because that just, was the first. You, you did some stick figures. That was the first as your, one as your ever first tattoo did, was uh, two stick figures together, but. Uh, yeah, when I showed them this picture, they're like, "Oh my god, it turned out so good!" Oh yeah, that's the that's the swallows and the dagger on your back. They just turned out turned out so good. Like yeah. the swallows look so real there, you know. Those are probably the best tattoos I've ever done. I think I like the style the tra- of of traditional. I like I like it a lot. And then the big thing, I guess, the big thing was with the with the swallows is that. Like I said earlier, earlier in the episode, that the the meaning of them. So yes. They all, all of them, all of mine have have uh, a very, very sentimental, very mean, very meaningful, specific, specific to me. And the fact that I got to do them, I got to do them, was uh, just another, you know, I don't know. I guess I could say a feather in my cap that I got to tattoo my best friend on something that had so much meaning to him. Yeah. You know. And that you know, it's just it's been something fun to to learn and try, and <clears throat> I've gotten considerably better at it. But like, I don't do them enough to stay in practice. I don't do them enough to keep getting better. Like, I'm probably going to stay where I'm at with doing them. You know, I haven't done one since the middle of September last year. Shoot, you gotta. It's been a while, but gotta, like gotta, I told my wife, a couple more in. I mean. It's kind of like riding a bike. I mean, I've kind of figured out the technique of it and how to do it. I just need to get more practice in. And then I'd be able to get it to where it's okay and I could do all right. But uh, it's just been fun. It's it's just a fun thing to try. Like my, my father-in-law gave me 100 bucks for my birthday that year. I think it was 2018. He gave me 100 bucks for my birthday. And I've always wanted to try it. I've always wanted to buy a tattoo machine and try tattooing and then i told uh um cody cody i asked cody i was at their house for a ufc fight and i asked him i said if i buy a tattoo machine would you let me do a tattoo on you he says jake you buy one i'll let you do a tattoo i said all right that night i bought the i bought the kit and i showed up on that thursday and the next saturday i called him up said hey uh I got my tattoo kit. Can I do a tattoo on you? He says, well, I you, thought you were going to practice said. and stuff first, Jake. I said, um, I specifically remember you telling me that if I bought a tattoo machine, I could do a tattoo on you. He says, I'm a man of my word, Jake. I'll let you do a tattoo on me. I said, all right, uh, find it, find something you want. And he found them little stick figures. And uh, I went over to their house, and I was so scared to do it. Like, I don't think I had the machine set up right. I don't think I had the needle length right. It took forever to do. Like, I know I messed it up, but. <laughs> It turned out decent, and he was happy with it, and that was the first one I ever did. And then after that, I got home that night, and my wife's like, well, I want them stick figures, so I did them on her, and then I did them on my leg. And then uh, I think the fourth tattoo I ever did, I did a uh, 
a cancer ribbon on my wife's back for yeah. her mother who passed away in 2013 or 2010, August 3rd, 2010 from uh, breast cancer. So I got to do a pretty neat ribbon on my wife and that was only my fourth tattoo and it didn't turn out bad. And then what was that? What was after that? Um, shoot, I don't even remember. I think I did like 10 on my wife after that or like, <laughs> I might have done like three or four more on her, and then I did your shark. Because I rem- well, I remember the queen, king and queen of hearts was pretty early. That might have also. been like my seventh and eighth tattoos. Yeah, and then I think I did one more on Kira. I think you, I think the shark, the hammerhead on your leg was my tenth tattoo. Yeah, and that turned out better than I ever would have expected it. Yeah, I mean, it turned out. It looked so good the day I did it. Like I still got pictures. I still show people that picture of look. This tattoo is one of my favorite tattoos it's that still, I've ever done. It still looks amazing. And it's just, it turned out so well. I, you know, I do wish that I would have understood how to use a mag needle for shading or for coloring. And I, I wish I could have done it just a little different to make a little few more of them negative spots in the nose show up better. Yeah. You know, um, I don't, I think I used uh, too thick of a needle for the lining. And then when I was coloring in, I, I might've shaded a little too thick, you know? Um, I don't think I really understood how to take the needle out a little bit and just make a smooth thin line to round out a negative spot, you know? But, uh, after that tattoo, then we started doing the tiki face. Then we did the band, then we colored in the band and I did all that with a liner. Yeah. Nice. Cause I want a nice thick and you, well, yeah, you like the big thick thick. lines. What what did I what do I use now? Like an eighteen round liner, something because that's, that's what something you like. Giant, <laughs> you like the giant that's a, thick that's lines. That's what you did on on the for the tribal band on my arm, and then, yep. and then these because each of these lines there's there's four lines down at the bottom, right? That, that represent my my kids. And that was really hard. Uh, that was that was that's one of the hardest tattoos I ever did was them straight lines around your arm because how do you put straight lines around someone's forearm? Yeah, I mean we had to use a. Uh, a waist measurement tape yeah measure. we use the soft, like a cloth measuring tape. yeah and we just wrapped it around your arm and then put a line with marker and then tattooed on the line like that's the only way we could get straight lines all the way around your arm i mean that they they say that tattoos that go all the way around an appendage are the hardest ones to do because you can't, it's hard to make the line straight yeah because the, the base part of my forearm is is smaller around than the top right than the thickest part of my my forearm and and that's why like you see on polynesian tattoos or uh japanese tuxedos or uh big vine flowers or trees and stuff like that they they work the curve of the line instead of going all the way around the line they curve around it so that you don't have to have straight lines yeah you follow the shape of the body that's why that tattoo on your forearm was one of the hardest tattoos i've ever done because it wraps around your forearm and i think i think that we got them pretty straight I, for the I amount like of it. tattooing i had done i mean they turned out really well i i enjoy it i like seeing it yeah and i like when i like it really makes me feel good when i'm sitting at the center or something and you come in and we, we're talking you're like some dude today told me he loved my tattoos man i was like God, that's yeah. like a, another feather in my hat man i've had i've had a bunch of people on route yeah, you should tell them to come see me because I could use a little extra scratch. <laughs> but then, like I said, I don't do it for the money, you know. Like I had a a guy we work with, um, Gene Vig, text me the other day. He said, hey, I got a question for you. I said, what's that? And he sent me a picture. And on his left shoulder, he has a cross, like a Celtic cross. Oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, he wants wings put 
on either side of it, and he wants one done in Viking colors for his uh, uncle that passed away. And on the other side, he wants it done Harley Davidson colors for his other uncle that passed away. And Viking colors like the the purple and uh, purple and yellow, okay. yeah, like the purple and yellow. Because he's a Vikings fan. Yep, big Minnesota Vikings fan. So he, uh, I told him, I said, he said, how much would you charge me? I said, well, a normal studio, you know, somebody that does it professionally for a living, is going to charge you four or five hundred bucks for that thing. Just yeah, they're going to anywhere between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars an hour. Not to mention, it's the size of the wings you want. It's if you want them colored in or not. Plus, you got to pay for the colors, and you got to pay for the needle, and you got to pay for their time. You got to pay for your appointment. You come to me, I mean, they might look like the back end of a chicken's feathers, but oh, they won't look like that. I mean, I'm going to make them look the best I can, and they're going to look like wings. And uh, but you know, I like I told them, I said a hundred bucks would be fair, but you pay me whatever you think it's worth. Like I'm not going to charge you an arm and a leg for it. I don't do this for the money. I do it because it's fun. It, it, it was fun to try, and it's been fun to do. You know, and I think uh, I would love to get good at black and gray. I would love to get good at um, realism. I'd love to get good at neo-traditional. I'd love to be able to pull a straight, solid line. But my lines, I have to go over them a couple times because I don't have that technique down yet, you know. Um, I think I could... I think I have it figured out to where I could shade something pretty good. I could uh, color in something pretty solid. But my line is where I have the issue at, is getting yeah. in that one solid first pass line. But that's why I need the more practice. That's why I need more people to let me tattoo them. Or, you know, maybe I should just buy a bunch of that thick uh, practice skin and just start trying lines on that, you know. Like, I watch videos on technique, but... Most tattoo artists won't give away their techniques because that's what they do for a living. They're not going to sponsor it. Yeah, it you gotta there. you gotta go work in their shop. And most of them won't let you work in their shop unless you're going to be an employee of theirs and actually yeah. do tattoos for them, so yeah. they can take a cut of the money. Yep. I mean, because we went, when we went to Badlands, when uh, my wife and your wife got their lips pierced. Um, I asked her, I said, how would it be if I came and sat in, you know, to watch some tattoos? Or She goes, yeah, we don't train people how to tattoo here. You work for us. I was like, okay, well, you know, that makes sense. I yeah. get it. But it's just been fun to try. It's been fun to do. But I think American traditional is the one that stands out the most to me. Um, I think it's the most historic one in the U.S. I think it's uh, been around a long time. I think most sailors that you know back in the 50s and 60s most of the navy guys they had american traditional tattoos yeah that's those were that's kind of where that style i guess uh not originated but it got it got very popular yeah there was a large group of people there <clears throat> that uh that's what they gravitated towards that's what they wanted for sure so and i love it i love american <clears throat> traditional style tattoos the anchors the skull and crossbones with the rose yeah and the ships and the, the the daggers through the skull and the snakes and uh so well, like mermaids the mermaids, the mermaids uh and ships compass the sails and, and stuff compass. with the waves on them compasses uh the the swallows the sparrows the eagle uh, with the hold, holding the flag and stuff, you know yep. what I mean? That's a lot of American traditional stuff. And I don't know, I, I just think that that type of tattooing would suit me the most as long as I figure out the technique to it. 
you know, because I mean, I, I have a tattoo on me that a buddy of mine did back home in his kitchen. Uh, he, he actually did a lot of tattoos. That's what he did for a living for a little bit. It's how he made his money was he was a tattoo guy and very talented, knew how to do it, but I don't think he does them anymore. But I got another guy back home that did a tattoo on my back who now has like the longest waiting list in the town I'm from. Oh, geez. To do tattoos. And uh, good luck getting in to see him for sure. And he's an amazing artist. But when he did my tattoo, he was still up and coming as a tattoo artist. And it was like just make an appointment. We went in. And if he looked at the tattoo that's on my back now, he'd be like, I can't believe I did that because it was one of his earlier tattoos. And I'm sure if he did it now, he would have made it look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have looked so much better. But I love the fact that I have his tattoo on me. And it was one of his first few tattoos, you know. And and now that he's so big, you know, and such a good tattoo artist and just remarkable in the shit he does. Because he's the type of guy that can do almost any genre. I mean, he can do it all. He's that good. But, uh if he could see what he did on my back versus what he's doing nowadays, he'd be like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Yeah. You he'd know? definitely be overcritical of his own work. Oh, for sure. He's that type of guy. He's also the type of guy that won't put, uh, spouses names on people because they break I up get too that. much. I get that. Yeah. Too many divorces and stuff. So that's why I'm my brother, Jamie, you know, the pastor, I put his wife's name in purple on his ribs. Cause that's her favorite color. And, you know, in, in Christianity, women came from man's ribs. So he had me put her name on his ribs. And uh, I was honored to do it, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't care. You guys are going to be together forever. You're a pastor. Like, you guys have one of the more solid marriages I've ever um, seen, you know. I think I think that spot would hurt really bad. He took it like a champ from a guy that's not a professional tattoo artist. <laughs> he let me just draw on a man, Ooh. and he sat there and took it. I'm poking. I'm poking myself in the ribs. Yeah, right I don't here. want that one just, on my ribs. Oh, that just feels like it would hurt. Because really, it was really like bad. right under his. Uh, it was like right to the side under his his, uh, his pectoral his muscle. Pectoral muscle. Yeah. So it was like right on the side. Yeah. Kind of half on the side, going up onto <clears> his stomach a little bit, and it was in uh, purple. I like. I mean, I like that idea. I've talked about doing that, but I don't know. That seems like it would hurt really bad. Yeah, well, you know, you only got to endure the pain for a little bit. What what did I I heard someone say on a show that pain pain is an endurance trial. It either goes away or it don't. You learn to live with it. Yeah. You know, if you have to. I heard in a movie once the pain is just weakness leaving the body. That's my favorite saying on earth, one of them anyway. <laughs> yeah, pain is just weakness leaving the body. You your mind can play a lot of tricks on you when it comes to pain. Oh, yeah. And if I've told people this before, if, if you don't think about it, it don't hurt. <clears throat> you know, most people hurt because they got so focused on that it's going to hurt that it just kills them. If you go in there saying this ain't going to hurt, you know, and just have your mind set on that, it's not going to hurt. It's just a little, I mean, yeah, you can feel it, but it's not excruciating pain. And, and pain either has a time limit or it don't you know it's only gonna hurt for a little bit and then you have something that you wanted your whole life with a lot of meaning that's on you forever and you can look at it anytime you want and say god that's you know that really brings me back to this day or this time or this person you know yeah 
It's just, it, it, I, that's what I love about tattoos, especially if you get them for meaning. If you just get them to get them everywhere, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, teach his own. Do what you want to do. It's your body. You got to live with it. Yeah. I would say pro tip if you're going, drink drink a crap little water beforehand. Hydrate your skin. Stay so it's super, to cut. super hydrated. Yes. And uh, bring something to, like some lifesavers or something to, to try and help take your mind off of it. Uh, that's why a lot of people bring headphones, listen to music while they're doing it. Right? Yeah, bring some headphones or some Jolly Ranchers or Lifesavers or something that might work for you to bring some corn nuts or something to crunch on or just right. keep you busy elsewhere. And 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 like for me, and 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 like for me, I'll, um, I'll edit that out. Don't worry. So all the stuff that I've gotten put on my body has significant meaning to me. So I've never gotten anything on my body that I didn't want. You know, my first tattoo ever, I was 17 years old. I had just graduated high school, and I've wanted a tattoo for a long time. Grew up in Michigan, huge Detroit Red Wings fan. My brother, Josh, who lives out here with us, um, th- besides my dad, one of the biggest Red Wings fans I've ever met in my life, he he just he, he die hard Red Wings. So this guy we knew back home that did tattoos, he had done one on my brother Jamie, I think, and uh, we. I set up an appointment with him. It was at his in his basement or something like that, where his studio was, and we went to get a tattoo. I got a Detroit Red Wings tattoo. Well, he took a magnet and he traced the picture off the magnet, and then he put it on my arm, and and I was like, yeah, no, I like it. My brother Josh says, oh, it looks good. Well, he gets completely done with it, and Josh looks at it. He says, that's backwards. It would have been nice if you noticed yeah. beforehand. So I got a huge Red Wings tattoo on my right shoulder that's backwards. But you know what? Well, every time you look in the mirror, that's the correct there you direction. Go. But Just it says Detroit Red Wings, and people know what it is. So yeah. it don't matter to me. I have a I have a Red Wings tattoo. I don't care if it's backwards. It's just it is what it is. I could care less. It doesn't say no regrets. So yeah, you're right. good no regrets. <laughs> regrets or regrets or it doesn't say anything like that. It's a yeah. Milky Way. <laughs> Or it's not like the, and it's not like a Japanese symbol for duck. Yeah, right. Or, uh, or uh, I hate you, and it's supposed to say best friends. Yeah, <laughs> something random like that. That's another tattoo. That's another tattoo that people should not get is Japanese caricatures, unless you're Japanese and you know what it says. Yeah, but most most, if you look at the Japanese artwork that's out there, they don't they don't do a whole lot of that. <laughs> yeah there's not a whole lot of the kanji symbols actually on there i mean they do a lot of other symbols like koi which i think is good luck and prosperity or something the koi fish itself and they'll do dragons or a samurai right like samurai is the warrior i mean they'll do other things that that's very similar to the to the uh polynesian tattoos which the specific picture specific pictures have a meaning to them. traditional yeah yeah you ever so, wonder if in yeah. uh, in like Japan if they get tattoos of our words and sayings? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like what would they? Awesome. Like theirs is like a a little caricature with a few lines and stuff that says friendship, and then on them they just get friendship. Maybe I don't know <laughs> in English. I don't know. That'd be funny. That'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're the only ones that, you know, <clears throat> I honestly do believe this that the United States, um. We're an eclectic group of many cultures. That's just the way the U.S. was founded. Yeah. We're English, French, Scottish, German, uh, uh, 
Norwegian, Scandinavian, African, uh, Islanders, uh, Japanese, Chinese, all that. Um, the base of the American um, nationality is just an eclectic group of people, right? So we want to learn more about other cultures than other cultures want to learn about us, I think. Is that fair, you think? I think that's a fair assessment because, I mean, a lot of people see, a lot of people don't like American culture in the way right. the way that we are. Because we have so many different standards than the rest of the world. We have so many different rules and laws than the rest of the world. And, and then we have the people in our country that just don't care. Like, you know, we have a society where you can pretty much do whatever you want. And I think it all comes down to the American Revolution with fighting for our independence from England. Yeah. And so now, I mean, just that's just ingrained in American culture that these are our rights. Don't come try and take them from me because right. I will fight you. And as far as our American culture goes, we're probably the youngest culture in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, by far. Yeah. We're only 300 years old. So you talk about Japanese culture and tradition. These guys are getting ta tuxedo tattoos and hiding them when they're Yakuza or whatever, and they're the mafia, and they're getting these tattoos. But how many Americans go over there and get these tattoos because they think they look cool and they have meaning and stuff, but you have no idea what the meaning is. You know, you don't know. You, you have an idea of why these people do this, but you have no no ties to their heritage or culture at all. Yeah. yeah. You know? Side side uh, fact about about some of that, There's a there was a guy who was studying the yakuza and he studied their tattoos and things like that and some of the career criminals who who were were who lived long enough and to and died in prison he got permission from them to get their skin so he could preserve their tattoos oh that's crazy <laughs> there's i think there's i don't know if it's a museum but i've seen pictures of them in a glass case just just human preserved skin and that's the their 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 arms with the arm sleeves and their, their whole the whole chest in the back it's art man it's yeah it's crazy if you just put that stuff in the ground it's gone yeah so you know? if you want to see those look that up there's a it's guy a who, weird museum to preserve but the I artwork is amazing and all of those they're older style tattoos so it's all done with a tabori style oh yeah no that's uh you have to look that up that's pretty interesting maybe we'll put a link on our instagram yeah we should forward or something people can go check that out That'd be, you know, interesting. Get, you know, that's <clears throat> what I love about doing these podcasts with me and you or anyone else that wants to be on here with us is we can actually, you know, this might be information no one's ever thought of before or heard about, you know. And uh, I love that we can get this out there and people will actually listen to us and maybe check it out or maybe just, you know, it might interest them a little bit to look into it. You know, it's a knowledge is, knowledge is power, man. It sure is. And just put it out there, you know, like I might have an idea about something you've never heard of or, you know, we might have an opinion about something that you've never looked at it that way. That's what I love about this, man. It's so much fun. But we were also going to talk about body modification. Now, there's a lot of body modification. I don't know a lot about body modification because, we, I mean, we've talked about the the rings in the lips and we've talked about the rings in the ears and some some piercings but piercings and body modification kind of go hand in hand i would yeah say they do um tattoos has gotten tattoos has gotten into some of that like there's 
there's a, a people who wanted all black uh, their eyes to be all black so they'll have their the whites of their eyes tattooed oh my god i can't imagine who would want to do that there's been a couple of cases where it hasn't gone very well either i believe it so but i mean other other things like body modif- body modification people who who want to look a different way like uh, there's like there's a uh hence the term body modification yeah there's like reptile looking people yeah who want to they have the tattoos and they do they'll put uh they're all medical grade inserts but they'll put them in like the brows of their eyes so they look like ridges like an alligator would would have there's people who do the fork fork their tongue yeah we know I, uh, we know a guy who does that who did that yeah yeah that actually works with us our works down in at the satellite center but yeah yeah he's got a fork he's got a yeah, tongue i, I tongue. saw that i watched a video on that on youtube i saw somebody a video do that. somebody that put one of them wooden gauge rings in their cheek yeah i've seen that, that shows their teeth through it. yeah i've seen someone do that on both on both sides of their cheeks yeah that's some old indigenous tribe stuff like they did that like like we were talking about for like warriors or yeah they'll have standing. bone bone sticking out through their through their mouth yeah it's just but it's just weird what people in our people in our culture think that they're going to start a trend like this stuff's been going on for years thousands yeah. of years in yeah. other places like i don't i don't think it looks good i don't i don't like it but who am i to tell them that they can't do it like it to, to each his own do your thing man that's fine i just i, I don't i don't like it that's just me personally yeah there's, there's only one bottom of there's only one body modification i really like an enlargement boobs yeah no <laughs> i like boobs <laughs> and large boobs are awesome that is a that is a body modification they call no, it a breast augmentation for nothing against small boob women i mean they are beautiful women women are beautiful but even if they're small implants they're awesome <clears throat> not that i've ever been with anybody that has them not that i've ever really even touched a, a breast implant like, yeah, I don't know the difference the difference in the feel between yeah, I have no idea. I just I if there's a body modification that I could enjoy more than any other, it'd be boobs. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What else we got there? I mean, there's all kinds of people do all kinds of stuff. There's just look up and there's people who, who want to get into the who or who do get into the Guinness Book of World Records for the most tattoos or the most yeah, most uh, modifications. There so, are uh, people that they say you can remove two of your ribs or one of your ribs or something to do self fellatio yeah that's crazy i don't know if that's true or not but there was a rumor that that marilyn manson did that but i believe that was disproved yeah i think it was just people saying that he's just weird (laughs) yeah but uh well i mean mean, that's kind of where some of the stuff started where we were talking about that was back in the 90s yeah a lot of the stuff that his look and his what he does now People don't even, I mean, people look at him and go, oh, that's kind of weird, and then move on. Mm-hmm. So that's not even, it's it's a lot more accepted now than it used to be. How much of body modification <clears throat> do you think started as rumors or this guy did it, and someone thinks, well, that's cool, I'm going to try it, and then they did it, and it's like, you're the first one that ever did it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm know? sure there's there's stuff out there. I'm sure there's cases like that. Dude. There's seven and a half billion people on Earth. There's, I think a bunch of... 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of people, so it's not like you can. I mean, if it's very small statistic, but if you had a thousand people that forked their tongue, I mean, that's a thousand people. That's not. A, I mean, on the global scale, that's a very insignificant number. Just a super small percentage, but yeah. it's enough to start a trend in yeah. the right place. Yeah, you know, like uh, there's. I don't know anybody. I personally don't know anybody that's head to toe tattoos. But I bet if I went to Chicago, I would see one. I bet if I went to New York, I'd see one. Boston, L.A., Texas, Florida. You can find them. They're, they're everywhere. Just search in Instagram. You can find them. I'm sure someone who's out well, there. It's just like, it's just like doing a, it. Off the, off the topic, but AIDS. You know how big of a pandemic that was in the 90s? Yeah, it was pretty big. I've never met one person with it. It killed a lot of people. It did. And people are still getting HIV and AIDS. I've never met one person that has it. Never. And it was and it was a huge epidemic, you know? Yeah, I don't think I have either. <clears throat> it's just weird to think about, like, you're talking body modification and tattooing and stuff. I mean, nowadays, it's rare to find somebody that don't have a tattoo of some kind. Yeah. You know, I would say, yeah, that's definitely a... If somebody don't have a tattoo, it's like, wow, you're weird. It's, <laughs> it's like even, the roles flipped. Yeah, even small stuff, even religious tattoos. Like, yeah. I mean, a religion was the big one that was pushing don't do this. Now there's, I mean, I've seen a lot of the, the prayer hands with the rosemary. I've seen a lot of those. Yep. I've seen a lot of, of crosses. I just saw a lady who had a very simple cross uh, on her foot. It was, it was in between the, kind of down in between the heel and the ankle. So mm-hmm. in a little kind of... On the base of the Achilles tendon, it I did was just, one on a little, Troy's wife. just a little cross. I did one on Troy's wife like that. Yeah. Yep. She asked me to put a cross on her heel like that, so I did it. But yeah. No, it's like the roles are reversed now. Yeah. Kind of weird if you don't have a tattoo, you yeah. know, unless you're sixty or above. There's I mean, still a lot of people out there like that too. But you know, you see these older people now that are walking around like these old Navy guys that are just covered. My grandfather, my grandpa Dick. I didn't know him very well. I think he passed away when I was like 10 or 11. Well, he passed away in 84. So I was maybe like five or six, six or seven, maybe maybe not 84. I don't know exactly when he passed away, but I know it was in the mid to late 80s. So I was maybe like seven, seven to 10 years old. And uh, he had tattoos on his arm from World War II. He was a Navy guy, World War II. Couldn't read them. Had no idea what they said. I mean, my brother Jamie probably knew him the best out of any of us, and he couldn't read him. My dad couldn't read him. Didn't even know what they said anymore. They yeah. just they faded so much. But that goes to show you from then to now. I mean, tattoos back then were done. You know, you know, the World War Two back in the forties when he got them probably, and uh, well, no, it wouldn't have been forties. It'd been he, he was, if he passed away in the late eighties. And he was 60-something when he passed away. So he had to have been born in the 20s at least or somewhere around there. And yeah. uh, getting them tattoos back then, the techniques they used, probably the ink wasn't very well. The needles were shady, you know, and they just did them. Hopefully, they, hopefully they're shady. I hope they didn't wa- I hope they washed their hands. I hope they're not <laughs> dirty. You well, know, yeah, the ink quality. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's, well, I mean... I guess that's kind of an advancement of uh, uh, synthetic products. We've got stuff that'll last longer. Because I mean, most of the time, most, I mean, you want your 
I want mine to last. Right. I want my tattoos to last for sure to be there. So that's <clears> why I, mean, I hope sure. I did them well. That's why I, that that's my biggest fear, really, yeah. about doing tattoos. Is I hope that in twenty years you look down at that and be like, it still looks good as the day I got it, and that my buddy Jake did that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's going to depend on your skin, also. It does. How how often you get sunburn and I've had people ask me they're like what do you think it's gonna look like when you're sixty I'm like first off I gotta make it to sixty <laughs> <laughs> I said second of all I didn't get them for you I got them for me you got two different types of people that get tattoos you get one person that gets them because they have meaning to them and they want to have a tattoo that reminds them of a time or a a place or a person or family or religion and stuff them are one type of person that does a tattoo. The other type of person that'll get a tattoo is a person that wants to be a work of art. If you get a bunch of tattoos to show off to the rest of the world, the art that you had made and put on you, well, then you're that type of person. Yeah. You know? And what I'll tell anybody that wants to get a tattoo, make sure you're getting something you absolutely know you're going to want and love because they are irreversible. You have to get something that you know that in 20 years when you look at it you're going to say it still has as much meaning to me today as it did yesterday i think i think that's why it's a good policy for some tattoo artists who don't want to do names spouse yep. spouse names like your kids names is one thing you don't want to have someone regret something you put on their body yeah no regrets no regrets you don't want to do that yeah you want to make sure that they feel comfortable with whatever they get that's why like when my niece i did two tattoos for her. And uh, I did the first one when she was 18. I did the second one last September. And she loves the tattoos I did. I'm still critical of my own work because I'm not a professional. It's just, you know, I've had fun doing it. But uh, I asked her, are you sure that you want this? Are you absolutely positive you want me to do this? I said, you know, I'm not a professional. I just, I try really hard. And I'll try to, my hardest to make it look the best I can but I'm not a professional. She goes, yeah, no, I want you to do them. So I did her first two tattoos, and uh, they've turned out, they both turned out really well, and I don't know why I'm so critical of my work. I'm still learning, but uh, they turned out better than I could have thought they would have, and uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. But I want people to be happy with what they're getting and make sure that that's what they want. Yeah, that's because you care. That's why you're critical of your work. For sure. You've done, you did a man who's first tattoo also. Yeah, uh, the Queen of Hearts. Yep. Although the heart looked like a liver. <laughs> I, didn't th I think it, it looks turned like a heart. out okay. The heart that was mine looks the, good. The heart that was in the crown. Yours turned out a lot better than hers did, but I was still figuring it out at the time too, you know. And uh, she she since had me fill it in. I think I filled in that heart that was on the crown. I think so. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean. And and it's weird because your wife is very critical about what goes on her body. She wants it to be where she can see it, where she can look at it, where she can critique it, you know. But she's never had a problem with any tattoo I've done. She's nope. liked them all. She likes all of them. So that's another feather in my hat, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, I even let you try to do a line on Yeah, I did a little bit, and I was just like, no. You tried it on your wife, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like, I, could, I couldn't figure out where the needle... Just a different I, feeling. It's yeah. hard. And that's why I, I we got to do it in sessions when we do big tattoos is because my eyes aren't what they used to be anyway. And I got to put my glasses on. And if there's too much vibration, 
it's hard to see where that needle's going in at. Yeah, it probably fatigues your eyes. Yeah, and it hurts your back. Like, these guys that do tattoos for a living, it's just they know exactly how to set you up so they can just lean the least or have to concentrate the least, and they can just do it, you know? Yeah, three-hour session. Like the tattoo on my arm, my, my flag, that took four hours. Jeez. And the dude did it straight. We took one break in the middle of that four hours to have a smoke or something. And dude was a beast. And it, it looks so good right after I got it done. And it still looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Put a little lotion on it. It'll beam. But, you know, I mean, tattoos are a way of life. You know, and it seems like nowadays they're a lot more common. That's why I'm telling you, just get something that you know you're going to love. Something that reminds you of something or something that has meaning to you because they're irreversible once that ink hits your skin you can't stop yeah or else you're gonna have a dot like phoebe buffet and say it's the way my mom sees the world from heaven <laughs> you know like you don't want to end up with just a dot because you're chickened out on a tattoo but also once you start getting tattoos they are addictive yeah very you, much so. you can easily get hooked very much so they are fun to get the problem is, is they cost so much money nowadays. I know. I yeah, mean, they do. But a person like me, I don't charge because it's something fun for me to do. I don't make a living off it. I have a full-time job. Somebody that does it for a living has to make a living doing it, but they also have to be good to make that living. Yeah. So if you can do, you know, a... a full portrait tattoo in three hours and it looks freaking amazing like spot on to the picture you brought in they should get a little extra yeah they should be able to charge what they want yeah for their time and talent yes i mean they're artists if you went and bought a van gogh right now or a monet or you're gonna pay a million dollars for it crap load of money Jeez. right a million or more so why shouldn't somebody that puts a work of art on your body get paid you know a decent amount Anywhere from $100 an hour to $200 an hour. It's their time and artistry that's making this happen for you. You know, you, you what what, are the, what do they say about, like, name brand clothes? You pay for quality. Yeah, you do. You know, not just a name. A name does institute quality. So you pay for quality. You want a great tattoo done, you're going to pay for it. Okay. If you want a mediocre heart that looks like a chicken liver that I do, you know give me 50 bucks i'll hook you up <laughs> you know oh, cost honest honestly when we looked at the man and i looked at trying to get the king and heart king and matching king and queen hearts we we asked we asked around and found out some of the prices and and then when i asked you if you would do one and you said i don't remember i remember what she said you said 30 bucks each or something i think so i was like oh dang all right let's try that we'll yeah. see that and then you put it on and mine, mine, I love the King of Hearts on mine came out. Yeah. They, they both came out great. And I was like, oh, all right. I love that sword we put in the backside yeah. of the King. Yeah, and the K. That, yeah. That a, thing still turned out pretty sweet. And I, I did like, it all with a with a liner, you know, like yeah. I didn't realize that I could actually figure out how to use a mag needle and actually shade it in or color it in with a mag needle, you know. But I figured that out now. I think I think I could do a pretty decent tattoo, but it's just fun for me. I'll never make any super duper money off it. I would rather 
Honestly, if I had to choose between tattooing and doing this podcast with my best friend, I'd podcast. We should do a podcast while you do a tattoo. We could. I'll narrate it. Yeah, to edit out all the screaming. <laughs> yeah. There probably won't be any screaming. No, probably not. I don't think I've ever really hurt anybody really bad, other than the one on Carrie's thigh really hurt her. The shading in the swallows on my back killed me. Yeah, because for some reason, so good. well, I think the the one on I want to say it was the one on the right side. For some reason, all of the like anywhere you went on the tattoo, the pain all localized in one spot. Probably. So it just felt like you were only tattooing one spot, even though you were shading the entire thing in. Right. The pain came through just in one spot, like right kind of in my in my back near the shoulder blade. I think that's I pretty uh, like, I think that's pretty standard for like, back pieces. Why? It's only hurting in one spot. That's like, how it feels if you when I get a tattoo done, I watch them do the tattoo. It's oh, so yeah, much I'm easier watching. if you can see them do it. Because then you know exactly what's going on. You know where the needle is. You know where the line is. You know what they're tracing on. If you're getting one on your back, your butt, the back of your calf, back of your arm, your pit, you know, your thigh, something like that, where you cannot watch them do that, you have no idea what part of the tattoo they're on. Yeah. It just makes it different. Yeah, because you can see their progress, and you're like, okay, almost done. Yeah. You're watching them. You're like, oh, they're done with the shading. Okay, or the done with the lining. That's done. Now on the shading, so you can you can see the progress and how yeah, it's going. For sure, yeah, it I makes had, a huge difference. I had no idea where you were at in the progress with the swallows, and you said you were done with the one, moving on to the other. I was like, oh, okay. And then the whole time on on that, the one on the right, it was just all the pain in one <laughs> spot. I was like, this is never ending. But they turned out so good. They did. They God, did. They turned out so good. They came out awesome. I love them tattoos. One of the one of the times while you were tattooed, I think one the on the the band on my forearm here while you were doing that i took a picture and i sent it to sent it to a friend they're like lucky <laughs> like i want it i want another tattoo right no yeah. it's been fun so i think uh my opinion on tattoos is if you want them get them yeah mine too if you want it get it my opinion though uh my my uh, to add to that opinion if you want it get it but in my opinion Make sure it's something that you're not going to regret. Make sure it's something that you really believe in or have faith in or something that you really care about. Oh, yeah, because I've seen there was a show on Netflix called Tattoo Fixers or something like that. I know what you're talking about. The the shop in England? Yep. Yeah. They get some bad ones coming. Oh, in. yeah. People that get them when they're drunk one oh, night or geez. something. Don't ever get a tattoo when you're drunk. Make a good conscious decision when you're going to get a tattoo. And And definitely don't get one when you're drunk on a dare. Yeah, no. Because there was there was a couple really of those that came in and was like, yeah, yeah, you'll regret this in the morning. <laughs> You're gonna end up with regrets. So, um, my opinion on piercing is, do what you want. I mean, I'm not a fan of all the piercing. Um, in my opinion, I think it, <clears throat> I think it just makes you look like you're so indecisive. <laughs> you know, so indecisive of where you want a piercing as you just do it everywhere. <laughs> um, be conservative about it. That's my opinion. Be conservative about piercings. I don't think it should be everywhere in your body. I like piercings. I used to have my lip pierced. I I mean, I wish I didn't. I don't know. I liked having it. So your opinion is do whatever you want to do. Yeah, get them. Yeah. I like them. I think they're cool. I That's mean, fair. If, you go, if you go overboard and you've got freaking just stuff hanging from your face, I think that's that's a little 
a little tacky. I'm just not a fan of all the piercings. That's just me. Um, I don't mind tattoos. I think women with full sleeves is sexy. Yeah. My wife right. hates it, but I think women that are full sleeved out tattooed are sexy. As far as body modifications go, teach his own. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's I what just, you want to do. I'm not going to stare at it. I'm not a fan of all the body modifications. <clears throat> There's only so much that I think someone should do. And after that, it's just, I, I know you're just uh, um, putting your individualism out there and saying this is who I am and this is what I want to do, but <clears throat> it's a lot different than a tattoo. When you're 60 years old or 70 years old and you're sticking your tongue out and it's, you know, and it's freaking yeah. You got a fork split. Fork you got a forked tongue. I mean, kind of looks silly. Or walking around with big old gauges. That's the only thing. Because that shit never grows back. No, you cannot fix that. If you go too big, you have to have surgery to have that put back together, and then your earlobes are too small. Right. Yeah. So that, I think that's the only one that I'm not a huge fan of is large, large gauges. The, the small gauges, I'm okay with. There's yeah. a couple guys we work with that have those gauges like that. Yeah. I'm okay with. The I'm small okay gauges. with those. But uh. The large, huge, twenty gauge gauges is too much. Yeah, I used to know someone back in Arizona who would walk around with the the cap of a three liter bottle, Oof. the three liter. So not the small two liter, but the big giant three liter. Now it would be like like the Gatorade, right? Like those little the Gatorade bottles, the ones with the big the bigger lids. And now he probably has like uh, rims. <laughs> Bi- bicycle rims walking yeah. around with 20 inch bicycle rims <laughs> jesus christ that'd be crazy oh it? that would be nuts so no, i mean that's that's the thing though is when do you stop when yeah. when is the point you need to make that decision mm-hmm. and you know like we said teach his own do what you want to do live your life don't 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 care what i say these are my opinions i'm not saying you shouldn't do whatever you want to do yeah we're just throwing out there what we like my opinions are that i like tattoos I think you should be conservative with tattoos also. I don't think they're good for the face. Oh, I don't think yeah. they're good. They're okay on the hands. It also depends on your profession. Yeah, it does. There's certain ones that I've seen. I've seen some traditional uh, tribal from, I want to say there's some there's some natives in Alaska that there's a traditional one that, that almost disappeared. Like their, their pieces of their culture was disappearing. And they found some elders. They, they did a, I saw a thing, I think it was on YouTube, and they had some some of the facial ones. Um, they do some of the stuff on on the, um, I think on the chin, and there's some other there's some others around around there, and that's coming back, which I think is good because that means a piece of their culture is is resurgence. It's it's come back that right. almost completely disappeared. Um, I think, it, like I said, it depends on your profession. I think a face tattoo, when it comes to culture like that, or uh, um, your your upbringing, your heritage, if they're tattoos like that, hey, by all means, that's your heritage. That's what you've done. Your your people have done their whole existence. Do it. I mean, that's fine. But you get a guy like uh, I'll use him. I, I love the guy's music, but Post Malone. I, I oh yeah, I love his good. music. I have no problem with the guy at all. I'd love to meet him someday. Actually, like he's seems like he's just a down to earth person. He'd be fun to hang out with. But I think the face tattoos he got, the only reason he could get him is because of his profession. He's an artist that he's known for getting crazy face tattoos. Yeah, he has no. But then you get a seventeen, eighteen year old kid, just no in high code. school that start getting these face tattoos, 
and then he wonders why he's not getting hired into a job that he really wants. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, dude, we can't have someone here working for us that looks like that. And then automatically, whether they regret it or not, their life has changed because of these face tattoos. Yeah. You know I mean, I think tattoos should be conservative. Uh, you should get only what you think is good, uh, heritage, get stuff that has meaning to you, but don't cover your whole body. It's shown in the past that full body tattoos, face tattoos, hand tattoos, neck tattoos, they don't go over well in the workplace. Because regardless of how I feel about professionalism, their take on professionalism is that if you have a face tattoo or neck tattoos, you're not a professional. Yeah. You obviously don't care enough to, you know, to not put a tattoo on your face. Why are you going to care so much to do the job I'm asking you to do? Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, body piercings, be conservative. I'm not a fan of them, but I don't care. Do whatever you want. And body modifications, conservative. Um, that's just my take on it. I guess I'm just a conservative person. You know, just I don't think you should overdo it. We yeah. live in a society where if I'm walking down the street and you have fake boobs, breast implants, uh, collagen lips, <laughs> uh, oh, giant geez. gauges in your ears, a forked tongue, covered head to toe in tattoos, and everything on your face is pierced in metal, and I stare at you and you wonder what the hell I'm staring at, and I'm offending you by staring at you, don't do all that shit then. Yeah, that's a... Uh, There's a reason I'm looking at you. Yeah. Like you, you obviously did it so that people would notice you. You're flaunting that out there. Well, right. So, of course, people are going to stare. Yeah, so don't be offended if people like, stare oh. at you when you got all this shit going on. Be, you know what? To, hey, they're noticing all the work I did. Yeah, they're just trying to check out what you got going on. Yeah, I mean, like, don't be offended by it. And again, these are our opinions. That's the name of our podcast, Opinions and Buttholes. Because everybody's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Have a great day and be kind. Peace.